Yo, you're listening to Speak On It, Generation to Generation. This is the father-son show based in Los Angeles, and we talk about life through each of our generational lens. Myself, Tarek Ross Jr., a millennial. You can go ahead and call me T. Ross. And my unfiltered father, Tarek Ross Sr. He's the Generation Xer. That's right. African-American father and son show. However, the show is for any and everybody who chooses to listen. I just wanted to create a platform where I could discuss various issues, topics, subjects, whether it's politics, entertainment, community issues. So this is it. Speak On It was born. Welcome to all our dreams. They used to hang us and that was after we getting beat. Now the whips her Lambo, you should see the seat. Another episode no, to speak on it. Way, way. Another episode to speak on it, generation to generation, the podcast. All right, all right. Yeah, we're back. And I just have something on my mind that we should uh, discuss. And we got your partner, Tony, here with us, man. So I'd like, like to ask a question to you first, T. Uh, are millennials seeking the guidance of people like my age or a little older, like are they seeking that mentorship? I ask that because myself, the way that I pattern, I guess, my learning, I learn professionally from a broad broad range of people and experiences and opportunities and my, through my study, I'm not reading books, you know, only written by people that's my age or younger than me. You know, one of my favorite books, Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I don't even think that man is alive anymore. So knowledge and experience and wisdom can be priceless. So with that said, I've learned many things from many types of people. I don't even limit my learning to just elders. I can learn from younger people. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to begin this podcast was to be able to learn from the perspectives of younger people, millennials in the world, and how they see the world from their vantage point compared to how I see it from my vantage point at the age that I'm at. Right. So we're all in the same world together. True. And then like a millennial world or a baby boomer generation world or a generation Xer world, it's just a world. A world. I mean, that, that, that's a good question. Are, are, we, are we seeking out? Yeah, because I, I love to learn, man. And some of, some of my mentors have passed on, uh, Ralph Poole and Tony Massengale Sr. and others who taught me so much, man. And sometimes I miss them and I wish they were here just to be able to talk to them. But we had so many conversations over the years and they've left so many jewels and gems and and documents and projects we've worked on and, and I got all of that stuff in writing and I keep all of that stuff for a reason and I share it because if something is relevant then it's, it's pertinent. It's not like all oh, that's played out. I mean I, I think you the times are, I think the times are just different. Like it makes sense why mentorship was such a a uh, concrete or a core value I think just in the organizations growing up uh, because access was different. Internet um, I think that there's a lot of information that you only can learn from the individuals who have already done it. So that's why you see organizations like the Brotherhood Crusade or 100 Black Men, all these other organizations that had such a strong mentorship program. 
Um, not always that it needs to be structured like that, but just the idea and the understanding of mentorship. I think now, um, at least for my generation, being you know 26, people around my age, I think that mentorship was something that's understood, but at the same time, we have access to internet that has kind of allowed us to pull from different places. And that's not to say that it's not as important, but I know that it hasn't been stressed enough that we see it has the true not value. Been? Yeah, I don't think it's been stressed because enough. Because of technology, you think? I think because of technology and access. Yeah. Well, ac yeah, access well, is technology. Aren't, people aren't, haven't gone anywhere. I mean, they, they somebody's an elder, somebody's 50 years old, and they've worked in a field for 20, 22 years, and you've only been in that field for two years. I want to go talk to that man that's right. been in the field for 22 I, years. I think, I think the, that would just be down to like, okay, you can learn the, the technical information, but actually getting the experience and the feel for it, you can only get from a person Absolutely. who's sharing that information. So I definitely. I, I definitely am one to believe that there is importance of having a mentor, but I don't think that that's something, once again, like I said, that's widely accepted, and especially for the generation you coming up. You said widely accepted or talked about maybe? I think it's talked about too much. I think people always say, oh, get a mentor, do this and that. But what does that really look like? How do you really do that? What's the appropriate... Give me an example so, of being, it being talked about too much. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard so, that before. Yeah. Me going to Cal Poly Pomona, there okay. was a, the program Rise that I, was a, that I worked in. Um, I was a student in it. And we essentially helped students coming into the college get acclimated to the, to the culture. And one of the things that my boss wanted to implement immediately was... Mentorship. So they wanted us to get the students who were working and volunteering, college students that were already on campus, working and volunteering to help the incoming students right. transition even beyond the program. The program was just during the summer for a week. Right. They wanted to have the current students at Cal Poly Pomona mentor these students throughout their first year, their freshman year. The issue was how. We told these students, okay, check in with them. Checking with the, the incoming freshmen, right. see how they're doing. They don't know how to be a mentor. How do you properly do that? You know, how are you handling yourself on campus? You know, you're still a college student, so you you know out partying, doing this and that. You on okay, social so media. Okay, so you're a college student trying to mentor a freshman and incoming college student. Yes, yes. You're both students. You're both young. I, you know what? That that that's that's a very good example, and um, it may not be the best type of mentorship. Mm -hmm. That's just like. You're on a football team and you're a junior and here come the freshmen. Mm -hmm. You're going to be like, all right, okay, this is how we do this. This is how we prepare at practice. This is how we do that. And we're all kind of, we're all kind of in it together, mm -hmm. kind of still going through it together at the same time because we're still all students together. So I see what you're saying. So, so that's how you hear it kind of like almost like peer-to-peer -peer peer, mentorship. Peer-to-peer -peer mentorship. It's and, more peer mentorship. And I understand what we're talking about across the generations. That's what I but mean, yeah. I'm speaking to the fact that it's even hard for them to even identify what a mentor looks like to even develop peer-to-peer. -peer. You can't develop peer-to-peer -peer if you don't know what mentorship looks like in the real way. You know what I mean? True, so true. just like you can be a counselor, you can be like a peer counselor, whatever that is, you got to understand what counseling is. And you can't become a peer mentor if you don't understand what mentoring is. And that, I guess that's the point I'm making to say that there isn't many opportunities for us to see that carried out in an effective manner. So that, that's my take on it, I think, just coming from... Um, my experiences in education, and I think in education also is where quote-unquote mentorship is stressed the most, but I have yet to see it executed in correctly. Education. Interesting. In, that, because in education, you're in that field. because I'm in that okay, field. So I'm interested to see that with Tony, like okay, as far well, as, oh, snap. And then I'll let uh, Tony, about Tony chime in in a second. Either one of y'all can chime in, uh, but what about T outside of just, you know, your profession? 
education. What about maybe friends you may have? What type of jobs do they do? Do they ever reference, oh, you know, my aunt or my uncle? It could be a family member. It does not necessarily have to be, you know, a non-family member, but somebody that has sort of, you know, that guidance. showed you the ropes. That guidance. guidance. Um, Man, so far and few in between. They don't like, say I, it? You don't it, ever hear it? Y'all never? I, I hear people talk about, you know, I heard this or somebody looked to. It, it's not It's not in a way that Like I a think, relationship. It's not like a consistent relationship. Consistent but it's someone you're talking to about the things you're dealing with on a daily basis. Somebody that, not, you know, I'm not speaking to them basis. daily. Right. But I'm speaking to, like, your day-to-day -day interactions, your family, who you are as a person. The, the interaction isn't like that. It's like, oh, I'm looking to get into, you know, um, Let's say if I'm interested in getting into like the industry or something, I'm gonna go talk to somebody that I know or somebody that introduced me to someone, but that isn't someone I've had a relationship with. It's someone that I've initiated this relationship with for this particular reason. Wow. It's very task oriented. Like I but need to get in contact with this, that, I need to this person. To initiate that relationship yeah. for that particular reason because mentorship is about relationships. Yeah. And, and anything in business, whether you're trying to be an actor Whatever artist, you're trying to be an engineer. You want to, we hear the word networking, which I think is an overused word as well. It is about relationships. Mentorships have been great relationships in my life. Now, Tony, now what about you, Tony? What about in your life, have you had mentors, be it for whatever reason, they were from another generation or just older than you? Maybe not so much peer-to-peer. -peer. And if, if not, well, what about even some of your friends? I'm just trying to get your understanding and perspective as well because I think, T, the gaps between the generations are widening. I don't think it's good, man. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, you know, your generation, the millennials shouldn't have to make the same mistakes I made when it came to, you know, maybe taxes or whatever, you know, aspect of my life that I could share, you know, relationships, whatever, you know, you pay attention to this. I can't, I can't tell nobody how to spend their money or how to be in a relationship. I may just say, be mindful of this. Even as a father to UT, be mindful of that. That's it. That's all I can tell you. When you first got your spot, you know, your first apartment, I was like, you know, just be mindful of X, Y, and Z. It's That's guidance. It. It's just guidance. Yeah, but what you think, Tony, like, do you have mentors or have you had mentors? They're not does not necessarily mean they got to be from an entirely different generation, but that would be very interesting, though, if they were. I don't think I've ever had, like, a true, real mentor. What I've done is always, like, I mean, I use the Internet, so I can go on there if I want to hear what my favorite actor has to say. I can go find interviews, especially interviews that aren't, like, very, you know, widely released gotcha. and find bars and listen to what they're going to say. I can listen to podcasts. If I'm in the radio or whatever, I can listen to Charlemagne's podcast. Forgot how he got on. I can read books. So I've used that as like, you know, my outlet for, for mentorship. But I think, That's you know, great. as the community is concerned, I feel like this is very undervalued. I don't think people really understand the importance of mentorship, nor do I think people really understand how to, you know, practice it because of the, just the age, the age we live in. Everybody's on social media. Like, oh, everything is just so microwave. Wow. The way people, I mean, the way we have conversations, yes. nobody really sits in a room and talks anymore. So I feel like Damn, that's when it comes to like, you know, we're talking about mentorship, we can't even sit at a, at a table and have a conversation. 
So how are we going to get some mentorship? Everybody going to be looking at their phones. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Updating their feeds Everybody on Instagram. And, and, Damn, and that's deep, We're in a Twitter generation. We only know what 160 or however many characters it is now. It's like 280. Or maybe 240 now. 240. They didn't give us new bars. Yeah, but that's nobody real. really knows how to do that. That's I don't real. think that's true. How can we get Our to generation. mentorship? We don't even we can't even get to a conversation with a person. Yeah. That's deep. That's deep. That's why I was saying T like we got work on doing some live events sometimes, man. That's being intentional. I want to do that because I know we're we're disconnected and we're in the world under this administration, with this Trump administration, this wacko. Like 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 we need to talk and interact and engage more so than ever. Yeah. All across all lines, not just black, but especially black. Especially. I'm telling you, man, I, I think it's technology is great because we wouldn't have this podcast. I think technology is great, but we got to get back to that old school. I want to intentionally give some events to generation to generation, and it's leave your phone in your pocket for the first hour, man. Yeah. Look. No, I, I'm, I'm dead serious because not for the first walk hour in a restaurant, it's four people at the table, everybody looking down on their phone. I mean, I've spoken about it before, just about social media. I think social media is just so new that we have yet to learn how to balance and deal with it. We just balance it. We don't. We don't. We, we overconsume it. We're just abusing it. We just. Oh my God, social media! I love it. I can do this. I can connect. I can do this. I can do that. We don't know the long-term effects of that. We haven't seen it yet. I, I think. Well, what are the short-term effects? Denzel, I think we're talking, interview? engaging. Yeah, um, short-term effects. I think. Yeah, once again, we just we're losing, that, we're sense losing of that connectedness. We're, we're not. We're not taking Y'all advantage of the people in front of us. People to leave your phone in your pocket for the first forty-five. Minutes. I've seen it done in a couple of events. events and like it, that. It, it makes, you know who it makes a difference. Uh, I went to see Dave Chappelle in New York. Uh, oh, well, he threw it for reasons ago. where right. you don't want to see the jokes in the next city. Right. Right. Already on it. Internet, well, he already told that joke. Yeah. So I ain't gonna go to his. But show. what's dope about it is you're sitting there in between sets. You know, if you're at a concert, then you do it or whatever. In between sets, the lines will go up or whatever. But you're forced to talk to somebody. I like that. If you if you want, unless you want to just sit there and twiddle your thumbs, you have to talk that's to right, the person next right. to you. Mm. So it's really dope that you know because of those reasons, because people are gonna put it on social media. Yes. You're forced to be human. Damn, this brother I'm says right you're forced to be human, son. That's effed up. Girls get dressed up just to go out for the pictures now. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Like your outfit is popping. And, and not just you girls. You don't really care because you're not, are you really going to interact with people or are you just going to look cute? It, I mean, look. For the girls so their pictures can look dope. Events are changing. Now we have so many pop-up art installations. Museum of Ice Cream, Happy Place, uh, 29 Rooms. Like, These are essentially... Art installments where they get a warehouse, like a pop up, like a pop up shop, and they build. It's like they do it for like months, uh, but you got to buy tickets in advance. Yeah, I think I've seen those. It's yeah. just literally a space where you're going, and people aren't even really going there to learn about who created this and what's the history and if you behind take it. The it's, picture, the, it's the it's the dope. photo op. Because I'm because I'm a forward thinking artsy. I'm. It's all about art. Now, yeah, black people. We in the, the podcast. Excuse me. It's for everybody, but it's obviously African American father and son show, but. Yeah, we all artsy now as black people, T. I, I think we everything is overly swagged out, y'all. Overly swagged like we out. We got to press reset, man, and go back to like, what do they call it? We got You got digital and then you got um, analog. analog. Mm. We need to take the world back to analog for a couple of weeks, bro. Like, everything is overly swagged out. That's true. Like, overly, what you just said, these little pop-up events that it's last a month or whatever, people, you say they're not really going to learn about the artist or the piece or where this artist came from or... You know, what drives this artist? What's their passion? You just want to go to look like, oh, you at the cool, hot, hit shit, hip shit. 
-hmm. and take some pictures, and you can look like, oh, you're progressive. <laughs> That's that word again. You on the right? know. You on the, you in the know. You go into the, the stuff that people like. Where where, where was that at? You know like what, I ain't man? seen that. You know what, man? I'm from the era where you see a cute girl at the mall, you get a number, call her on the house phone. Y'all did it when y'all was in school. You gotta talk to their parents. Well, y'all had a little two way pages. Hey, Mr. So and So. Y'all, what grade was y'all in when the two way two way sidekick came out? T. Can oh, I man. speak? To, can I please speak to Amy? What, 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 T. <laughs> oh, sidekicks came out. Stay focused. Sidekicks. Grade was you stay focused, brother. No, man. Yeah, it was like a freshman, I think. Nah, freshman, I wasn't before that. Before that, I was thinking it was Sixth grade, fifteen years ago. It's two thousand. It's the end of two. Yeah. Going into twenty eighteen, Monday, bro. So, Damn. so a long time has transpired, man. Millennials are not accustomed to talking on the house phone. Uh, it's not a knock. The world has evolved. Right. They don't. I don't think they teach cursive handwriting in elementary school no more. Nope. Last time you wrote something in cursive. When I signed Sign that check, check for rent. You scribbled that. Again. So I'm just saying, it's beautiful the world has evolved. And you say, what does mentorship look like, T? And I like what you say, Tony, because you research people. And, you know, acting is your passion. You want to learn from one of your favorite actors. You could go look at an interview they did maybe 10, 15 years ago. That's, that's why I can respect where you're coming from with that versus an actor who's just, I just want to be acting and you ain't really studying the craft. You're not really learning. Those people, really, a lot of those people really, really struggle, man. And they didn't just hop on Instagram and follow their favorite actor and feel like, yeah, I can do what he do. Like, hold on, man. I've been doing this way before social media was but even invented. That's the thing, too. It's like even when you meet Social people, media is still new. Even when people like actually get to meet that person, the first thing you want to do is take a picture. Instead of talking to him. Absolutely. When we met your man from Get Out, he's from San Bernardino. He's a cool dude. Yeah. Lakeith Stanfield. Man, yeah. we talked to him. Yeah. Interviewed him. Yeah. I like what you just said. They want a picture. They want a picture. Off so you top. Put it on your Instagram yep. to make it look like you popping. Mm -hmm. but I'd rather say, man, I, re I respect your work. People say that. I like what you do. Say, man, I'm really inspired. I like the interview when you was on with such and such back end. That actor might be like, what? And my dude might stand there and talk to you for 15 minutes. Yeah. He might give you his email. Oh, for real. Yeah. Their mind is blown. Like, like for real. You, you actually, you're talking to them and you care about something that's not the aesthetic and not public information. They don't want to talk about public information all the time. Because you everybody knows all of that. I know they know what you do. But what about them as a human? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He said as a human. Or maybe what about they did, their kids? Or maybe and their they did a charity event 10 years ago. They started some project in their hometown and it lasted three years. And you saw them talk about it on an old interview with Arsenio Hall or something like that. And you meet that person, you're like, man, I was just looking at an old interview with you when you, for real? Like, they be like, damn, man, you're right about that. That's true. You just never know how that might impact a person. But that's great that you can learn from a person like that. And by you having that ability to open your mind and research and learn your mind is open for somebody to become like a mentor type of relationship, you know, to you in your life right now. You know, be them, be, be they male or female, 10 years older, 20 years older, 30 years older, it does not matter, man. Relationships will take you far in life. I don't wanna only just be cool with people that's my age or in my age group. How does that benefit me? I want to learn from any and everybody I can learn from. I don't want to just limit myself to learning from black people. Like, I'm going to just only learn from black people that's in my age group. 
One one of the things I uh, <laughs> like right before we hopped on the, the the term I kept saying when you were asking like what's up with like you know, my generation are we seeking out individuals who um, are like collaborating across the generations um, that whole right now what's really hot and it's been hot for a few years is like minded I'm looking to join groups with like minded individuals when people start their own organization or their own groups we're looking to connect like minded people what kind of groups like social groups like social groups, Facebook uh, groups people who are looking you know in the industry professional, professional groups, groups. Okay. that's the, the the terminology that's often in like the mission statement or the vision like is like minded and very rarely have I ever been to a like minded space that had individuals from other generations. You said involved. that on a previous podcast. Yeah. T, we have to do it. Yeah. So, so yeah. the thing Period. is, it's yeah. like we can be like-minded and still be big. still be in different generations, and I think that that's um, there's value in that. Damn. There's we can value be in like-minded that. and still be in different yeah. generations. I mean, we just, we all three of us been here having a conversation about social media, about hip hop. You talking about artists that we talk that, that we know of that. that that are current now, J. Cole, Kent, like we, we have conversations Kendrick, about it. You're right. talking about being on Instagram Live. You're talking about on your Instagram story. You in a different generation, but we all talking about the same thing and we have something different. We in the world together. We in the world together. In the world together. There world. it is. So we'll I to think, go back to Gen X world. See y'all tomorrow in the millennial world. <laughs> I'm see you know, hey, wouldn't that be crazy? If we all lived no. in different worlds, because that's that is a black mirror. Hey, you know, black mirror <laughs> dropped today. That's to today. No, don't. About to go to this Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince concert tomorrow. Exactly. Y'all. Your whole world is different. You ain't going to the same. You're not watching the same shows. That'd be w- wicked, but it's not. That's not the case. We all in the same world together. So, so I think who bridges that gap? Who opens that door? Who breaks that? Us. This podcast. Speak going to generation us. to generation. Us. I'm glad you asked that, my brother. <laughs> us. <laughs> no, but it, I think it's our responsibility. We it see is. it, and we see the value in it. And I think it's important for us to and put I see, people wait, in positions. Wait, son, no, son, to do I it. see the value that's being lost and not doing it. Yeah, I see the value that can be gained from doing it. Me too. That's why we got the podcast. Right. But if it's not happening, it's because we're not being intentional and we have to be taught and shown. I'm just from that era where, you know, the neighbors, if, if they saw you, Acting up, they'll tell your mama. So you respected the elders, and I've seen value systems break down in our communities, unfortunately, man, over the decades. And it's just about being conscious, man. Yeah. Woke. That's a very overused word. Man, woke. Isn't it? So if you woke, that woke. means you woke on just information, you work on self betterment, the betterment of your people, and the betterment of the world. On a daily. That's it, awareness. It ain't got nothing to do with the generation you're from because we're all in this world together. Yeah. Millennials ain't going to give birth to millennials. You, if you had a baby and got married to your girlfriend and had a child tomorrow, that damn baby ain't a millennial. You're yeah. a millennial. Your right. girlfriend's a millennial. Baby ain't going to be. What the baby going to be in 20 years? You're 26. What the baby going to be in 26 years? We don't even know what the world going to look like in 26 years, T. That's right. I know what the world looked like 26 years ago before you was born. Before me and your mama hooked up, I know what the world looked like. I know what hip-hop looked like. I know what hip-hop looked like now. It's going to keep evolving. Yeah. But are we evolving with it? And when I see Puffy sitting down with Cap, Colin Kaepernick, he posted that picture on purpose. Sat down with my brother. He made this long. Snoop posted a picture. Cap and Snoop chopped it up. So I think that was so amazing when I saw that. Because who been going hard online for the causes and the issues, Snoop, Puffy. He went right to them. No disrespect to the old school civil rights leaders, but he didn't go to them. That's true. He went to the hip hop world leaders. I've been out the country, so have you. 
you, you've been to other continents. See, hip hop world leaders. Did you see hip hop influence in Africa, T? Yep. Yep. Did you see hip hop influence in Dubai? Yep. Okay then. Yep. Then they're hip hop world leaders. It's global because of people like them. <clears throat> That's Man. who Kaepernick went and sat with. The brothers is worth a lot of money. And not only just economically do they have power, they have social power. Artists have social power. Cat athletes have social power. He went to them. I think that is so dope. He's a millennial, they're Gen X like me. Right. And Cap went to them. That just meant to me that was so incredible, man. And I really want to build on that moving forward because this concept of generation to generation, we're touching on something. Okay, when you see Congresswoman Maxine Waters or Minister Louis Farrakhan on the Breakfast Club, they're not Generation X. They got children who are, but they still connected to the hip hop generation. Yeah. The minister has always did that. You know, that is so dope to me. You saying that, I don't even think, because I, you know, I watch The Breakfast Club on YouTube and I look at it because, you know, we've had these conversations. I recognize the value, but I think outside of this, I, don't, I would not have gone to click on, you know, Maxine Waters or the minister, any, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done it. That's a shame. I wouldn't man. have done it because it, like, it's right there. Because they're not doing nothing right now that I'm looking, I'm interested in right now. But like the if, if, if it's, if it's Kendrick, are, oh, I know he dropped something. I want to hear the it. Minister Maxine Waters, but they are. I know, but that's my that's my point. On the my social media, on my on my social media feed, if I'm not following them or you know don't what's follow going on, Instagram. no, I do. I'm saying okay. outside of this, if I was not connected in the way that I am to recognize the value wow. of the different generations, a lot of people dismiss it. A lot of people aren't. They're going but it's to right in front of us. It is happening. It's right in front of us. And so we gotta but look, T. That's why I could point out when Cap met with Puffy. Yeah. Puffy made this long post. Met with my brother, Colin Kaepernick. Puffy talking about buying the Carolina Panthers. Kaepernick get on Twitter. Count me in. Mm -hmm. That's dope. I hope he can do it with an investment group. But if he gets outbidded or whatever, the fact that he stood up and was like, even when, when the NFL protest was going on like at the beginning of the season, Puffy made this long Instagram post. Like, it's our fault. Hmm. Cap ain't got a job. Ain't no black on team. It's our fault. So Puffy said, that's hip hop. That's hip hop. Puffy said, it's our fault. I love that, man. Man, open a school in Harlem. Man, got a school. He was talking to the little kids in the school. They were dressed so nice, man. He was at the school talking to the little kids, man. You guys understand that? Yes, yes. I'm like kids like eight, nine years old. Dopest shit ever. That's hip hop. Each one, teach one, and take a village. African proverb, that's hip-hop. That's the spirit of hip-hop to me. Hip-hop ain't just, I got my own money, and yeah, we running the world, and okay, that's cool. Teach the youth, man. That's what Wu-Tang said that. Teach the truth to the young black youth. On that song, uh, Cream, Cash, Who's Everything okay, Around Me. Um, one of my favorite I, lines on that song, man. Look, like, and, and, you know what I'm saying? Kind of going off of what Tony said earlier, just as far as like we don't, we can't, we got to start with having a conversation. Um, even even having this podcast and speaking about the importance of collaborating across the generations, being that having a conversation is so difficult now. Even setting this this out to say, "Yo, go this find somebody." This difficult? conversation. Why? No, no, not this conversation. Having a conversation oh, just in, in, general? in general for people because yeah. you. Glued to your, to the black mirror. That's a mirror. damn shame, man. You know, Everybody it, it is. Everybody dumbing down with our, with our fingertips. Yeah, 100%. And I got nothing to talk about. That's a damn shame. If you go on Snapchat, you snapped everything you did all day. And if I'm dating you, what are we going to talk about? You I just seen saw it all. 
I know I know everything you did today. I know you what woke you had up, for lunch. You ate breakfast. I know what you wore. Damn. Know what time you went to work. Know what time you got home. Know who you kicked it with. Damn. What is there to talk about? Damn. How was your day at work? How is this work? That's why you gotta love. People what you go do. through stuff. They get on Snapchat. Get on Instagram. Start talking. So they relationships talking. ain't shit in this technological era. Social nah, media tough, can't man. be. We had to just mac to the girl. You get a little cute girl number. You in high school, ninth grade, at the mall. You had to talk to the girl on the phone or write a letter. Used to write letters to letter. That's He's game. laughing. That's game. But how dope is that, though? That's tight, right? Is, exactly. <laughs> that's tight. That's tight. <laughs> you can, that's, that's something she can save. You can't save the Snap Store. I mean, you can, but it's kind of weird. Write a girl a letter. I ain't doing a whole lot, but I've done it. Yeah. Because you, you didn't, hold on, but you didn't get to talk on the phone all the time. Because mm -hmm, yeah. you live, you know, you're in ninth, tenth grade, you still live with your parents. You ain't about to just be on the phone just uh -uh. every day. She doing homework. We didn't have our own phones. My mom <laughs> she can't talk right now. Homework. But still, yeah, we just had to just talk. And you be on the phone, don't let it be Friday night. You be on the phone till the sun come up, man. <laughs> like for real for the sun come up. That was like, that was better than anything when you're 15, yo. Talk to a cute girl on the phone. On a Friday night, you're like, damn, the sun coming up. And you look out the window, you're like, dang, what time is it? I don't know. You sleepy? <laughs> no. Ready to hang up? No. Ready to hang up? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's real, man. I'm just keeping it real, yo. Now everything is W-I-D, L-O-L. W-I-D. H-M-U, L-M-K. I know, right? I-K-R. It's all the little shit. He talking shorthand. He don't finish complete thoughts. I talk in shorthand. <laughs> you do. It drives me fucking nuts. You got to scroll up. He does, man. Get the context. Speak in complete sentences, son. How long? How often do I say that to you? All the time. He speaks in shorthand. He speaks like we texting. But if you scroll up, you will see the context of the conversation. He be he's said. speaking like, we will, I swear, <laughs> dog. I'd be like, and what else? Like, finish the full thought. So I, can, so I don't got to ask another question. He does that. He don't even know that he does that. I know now. I know, huh? I know now. <laughs> but, but I've told you that, David. Yeah. The last time I told you, you said other people, other people say I do that too. Yeah, they do. They do. So, I mean, so, so being intentional, man, like, I like what you said. You research actors that you like. You may see, you know, you may go to a play one day or that's dope, man. Like, it's like you seek out knowledge in books. We got to seek out knowledge in people. People have knowledge and information, yo. Social media is new, man. Facebook ain't even, I don't think, 10 years old yet. Maybe they invented it, but talking about if available for everybody outside of Zuckerberg's homies in college, they get girls and all that. Like, outside of that, I don't think it's 10 years old. Maybe nine. Instagram is like six, seven. Instagram ain't 10 years old, man. No. So, it's kind of like, I think a lot of us have abused it, T. And it's hurting my generation too, man. Even older people, not just y'all millennials, because we get lazy with it. You know what I'm saying? I remember when Carl Waiting came on the house phone. Oh, I feel like talking to them. I know we talk about mentorship, but we're talking about how we've been affected by technology. Yeah. Because that's, that's ultimately. Oh, I don't want to talk to them calling back. Okay. Three way calling. All of that. And then, you know, call waiting on your cell phone. But I don't feel like talking to that person. I'll call them back. Send it to the voicemail. Now it's custom. You can do all kind of ops. We got all these. Everything's overly swagged out, man. I think we get so many options and everything is so overly swagged out that we forgot how to use our goddamn brain. Critical thinking. I swear. I see kids, man, out here trying to literally associate with gangs in the streets, thinking it's fun 
Cause you you on social media and all of that. That's what it looks like. Playing, cool. You want instant gratification when you're online, but in the real world, man, bullets is real. Like seriously, I know that's off subject, but hot. but it's like life. Art imitates life, but social media don't always imitate life. Sometimes social media is a it's a filter that you can filter. You can change the filter. You can repurpose the filter. It's like it's if they say reality. art imitates life, then social media imitates whatever we want to imitate. If you want to create an alter ego, if girls know that they put on certain outfits and stand at certain angles and take 11 pictures to find that right angle so they can get enough attention and stroke their ego. I mean, I'm not kind of sent to people, but we have to observe and pay attention. What did you say earlier? We don't even know how to use it? Balance? What did you say? Yeah, we don't have a balance as far as how, how to incorporate social media into our lives in, in a healthy manner. I think what do you that, mean by that? I think that, you know, we just on it all the time. We don't realize that it's affecting the way we don't communicate with people. Mm. We don't, we're not realizing, you know, that, you know, the way we speak, there aren't complete thoughts or they're not as um, thorough as they could be. We don't um, even know how much we're taking in, yo. We don't really. Yeah, we, like, we don't, don't even know. Like, bro, in, how many yeah. times do you pick up your phone and go to Instagram or Facebook or whatever without even thinking about it? Anymore? Yeah, yeah. Say I mean, that again. How many times do you pick up your phone and get on Instagram, Facebook, without Twitter, whatever, about without it. even thinking about it's a habit. it? It's a habit. Yep. 100%. Every day. Yep. Every day, three, four, five, six times a day. Way more What's than that. What's everybody doing? It's three, social four, five, media. Six times an hour. It's called so. It's dope. It's called social media. You but we're not social. You could be a president and have it. You could be an artist and have it. You could be... Anti-social media. Damn. Anti-social media. That's false advertising, man. Social media don't exist. Man, PNT, it's technology. You got a smartphone. It's, you have it at your disposal. Yeah. You don't have to download the app. Some people don't have Uber. Some people do. I mean, it's all these apps are beautiful. You know, you can buy stuff online without even ever touching cash. Like, it's beautiful. That melody your door. Landing, I can order pizza without talking to somebody. Order something, two days later, it's on your doorstep. That's true. So, I mean, it's beautiful, but I'm from the old world. It's a beautiful curse. I talk. I teach a program for a living. I, you know, I, I deal with people. Snoop League, I deal with people. I have to talk to people. You know, hundreds of kids every Saturday doing football season to make sure the equipment is right and it's safe. And I got to see them and talk to the team managers and talking to the referees. And I ain't on my phone. I mean, I run the Snoop League social media, but... I take pictures for the for the football league purpose, but I ain't on my phone. I'm out there talking to hundreds of kids every Saturday. I have to, lining them all up for every game, six games a day, two days a week. That's 12 games every Saturday and Sunday for like three, four months. It's hundreds of kids every week I got to talk to. So, you know, I, I'm getting their energy and how they playing with each other. It reminds me of me when I played youth sports. So I just feel like we have to keep being intentional like this. Yeah, yeah. You hanging out with your friends, man. Y'all gotta say it. If we're talking about it now, that's true. And you're acknowledging it, and we're on this podcast. You guys gotta just point it out when you we see roll. it. Ill affecting how you guys are interacting. Look, man, we ain't even. We just everybody on their phone. You know, you. I think security wise, it ain't great to always have your goddamn head down. You ain't paying attention. Security to wise, on, it ain't man. great to be on the phone. Period. You ain't paying attention to what's going on around you. You just head down. I mean, for real. That's real. <laughs> but so, it, so this is a good discussion, and we don't got to belabor the point, right, but right. I'm glad we was able to um, touch on it and um, really get this out. But I would love to, moving forward with the podcast this you know year, 2018, would love to do some live events 
and some panels, man, generation to generation. Let's just be very intentional about learning from the generations and see how we could work more together and build those mentor-type relationships and um, learn across the generations. So with that said, we can wrap it up. And until the next episode of Speak On It, it's been nice. Peace. It's been real. We came from nothing. Yeah. We came from nothing.